0: Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 24 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of April 23rd, 2018. I am your host Scott Barrett here with my wonderful co-host Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how are you doing?
1: I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm wonderful.
0: So, how about that Pixar Pier?
1: How about that Pixar Pier? I'm excited. I've watched uh, I've watched some YouTube videos of of a video of a video <laughs> at uh, Blue Sky Cellar. And I think it, I think it's gonna be really cute. I think they're gonna do it tastefully. It will still keep the same feel. and I don't I don't see anything that makes me go ooh, I don't know ooh" or cringy. So what do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I tend not to be super uh, super crazy about um, you know keeping I don't know nostalgia or consistency in a park. However, it's you know, it's California's adventure. It's been changed so much. Over the last, what, almost 20 years that uh, it, I never felt like it had a true identity like Disneyland or some of the other parks have. So if they want to change it, I'm all for it. And I'm willing to see uh, what they come up with. They typically come up with some pretty good stuff.
1: They do. I've been pleased with the majority of the updates there. There are some things that, I don't know, I might miss a tiny bit. But for the most part, I think all the updates fit in quite nicely with that park. Yep,
0: same here. I'm interested to see. I'm Some of the some of the concept art looks a little wacky, so I'm interested to see how it turns out in real life.
1: I know. Yeah. Well, and they've got those angular face people in all the pictures too, <laughs> <laughs> which is always so. It's just weird. You mean they're not real people? Oh, I thought they. Took- I don't know. Well, <laughs> when you look at the fact that uh, there are no crowds, then yeah, they're not real people. Yeah, there you go.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> it's an ideal uh, situation. All right. So, uh, so this episode is going to be a fun one. I think this was a. Uh, well, yeah, a long time coming. It's uh, This is going to be our favorite Disney animated feature films. Now, I don't know about you, but this was an extremely difficult list to put together. And if you ask me next week, I'd probably give you a, a different list.
1: I agree. I, I, I sit and I stare at it as if that's going to make something you know, really stand out, or if it's gonna, I, I'm gonna, if I just stare at it hard enough, then I'll know, yes, this is my definitive list. There, there is no such thing as a definitive list of favorites for me if I'm having to actually rank them. So, uh, like you said, tomorrow it might be different, but at the moment, today, these are my, these are my current favorites, current, you know, past and present favorite Disney and Pixar films. And I'm excited to talk about them because we don't we don't talk about the films that much on this show, uh, so this should be fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. We focused a lot on the parks uh, since like day one, so uh, this is definitely going to be fun. And I agree, a uh, past and present. You know, I was going over the, the list of of possible choices, and there's such a a large breadth of movies that you can choose from. So. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's dig in. Uh,
1: so, what order do we want to do this? We want to go from ten to one. Yeah, I think the so. big reveal. Although we'll probably have overlap <laughs> on a lot yeah, of these. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm sure we will as well. Um, but I, I I will tell you I have overlap, but I won't tell you which number it is on my list until we get to that point.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: All right. I'm going to let you jump in with uh, with your first one. Your number ten.
1: Okay. Uh, number ten is actually from our friends at Pixar, and this is Toy Story Two. Uh, I I love all, th- all three Toy Story movies, but this one in particular is my favorite. I really love the introduction of Jesse and the Prospector. I love getting Woody's backstory and learning about Woody's Roundup. And we still have Andy as a child in this, and... When she loved me still makes me ball every single time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really pulls on the heartstrings, and uh, so yeah, I love the Toy Story franchise, and of the three films, that one's my favorite.
0: Uh, man, that's a great choice. You bring up that song, that song, yeah, wow, hits you right in the heartstrings, and I think you know that's it's true. A lot of probably a lot of our favorites is there's probably one or two songs that really gets you in some way. Uh, That song for me, man, I remember sitting in the theater, bawling my eyes out. I mean, I
1: can't. (laughs) Like those, it's just like, it's just like in Nemo where we feel like we need to flush all our fish down the toilet <laughs> in Toy Story we feel like we have to hoard all of our toys and we have to keep playing with them forever because we're going to hurt their feelings.
0: Forever and ever. As a matter <laughs> of fact we, my my youngest daughter cleaned up her room and she, instead of throwing away stuffed animals she asked me to box them for storage. <laughs> oh, so yes you're it. right. We, we can't get rid of them. They have lives.
1: Well we have to take them to Sunnyside if, if not. <laughs> so tell me what's what's 10th on your list
0: all right number 10 from 1973 is robin
1: hood oh love tell me all about it so
0: for this one this one has a huge sentimental value for me so i can remember as a kid uh it was my birthday and uh my least favorite uncle <laughs> only because he, <laughs> only because he teased me he was probably the uncle i was the closest to but uh i call him my least favorite because he always used to tease me um as a kid but uh i remember him gifting me a vhs of this movie robin hood and i was i had no idea what it was i you know i, I was like 10 8 10 years old something like that you know disney wasn't like a huge disney movies weren't a, a huge huge part of my life and uh, you know at that point there's no internet so i had no idea what this movie was, I was like okay great he got me a kiddie movie whatever you know i'm i'm, I'm coming up on preteen here come on man um <laughs> But man, I, the first time I watched it, I was hooked, you know, from the moment where they, they start the movie with the rooster singing and they show you Baloo, uh, not Baloo, uh, uh, uh God, it's the same actor, uh, little John, uh, Phil Harris, yeah. it's the same actor. My bad. Uh, little John and Robin not, Hood. Not
1: to be confused with Lil John. Little,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I was hooked from the beginning and, uh, I just absolutely love that movie. I love the little jokes they play. I loved... Maid Marian. I think I had a childhood crush on her. Um, I thought she was the most beautiful animal. Um, she was. It's true. <laughs> and oddly enough, this is one of the first Disney films that, that uh, my kids saw. And they used to watch this thing to death. And I can remember them as just little ones walking around the house, you know, singing Robin Hood, Little John walking through the forest, you know, in a crazy voice trying to mimic the rooster. And, uh, you know, yeah, this one's, this one's a big one in my life. So,
1: yeah, Robin Hood. That's a really good one. I I can't remember the last time I watched it, but I it's very sentimental to me. The first time I ever stayed at Walt Disney World, was it was in a Fort Wilderness cabin. And they played movies out at a, they had like a bonfire at night there. And you could roast marshmallows and make s'mores with Chip and Dale. And they would play movies on the big movie screen. And Robin Hood was the one they were playing that week. And that that's like my, my fondest memory of that movie. And that was probably the first time I'd ever seen it was was at Walt Disney World. So that was like ultra magical to that's me. That's so, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have a love for that one.
0: Great. All right.
1: <clears throat> All right. Number nine. This is another Pixar movie, and I've already mentioned it. Um, uh, it's Finding Nemo. I think Finding Nemo is one of the sweetest Father-son stories ever. And I love how beautiful that movie is. I remember when we got a Blu-ray player and we wanted to test out to see what it looked like on the screen. Finding Nemo, that was like the one. That was the movie we're going to get out and see um, how good the colors are going to look on our television with our new Blu-ray player. (laughs) Um, Because it's just it's a gorgeous film and I love the story. And then of course we've got the musical at Disney's animal kingdom, which I think is so cute. And, um, yeah, I, I just love all the characters. It was such a great idea for a movie. So unique. So love it.
0: So I have this one on my list. It's a little bit higher than you. Uh, but I agree with everything you said. Um, I'll get into a little bit more later, but the one thing I remember about this film as a sort of a techie guy, um, at that point I was following what Pixar was doing from technological points of view. They were posting videos and you were finding things on the internet. And I remember them talking about how they were coming up with new software to uh, compute the lights of shafts coming through the water to illuminate the under the sea and all that. And uh, you're right. I mean, especially with a Blu-ray player, it was mind-blowing how beautiful it was you know just visually let alone the story just visually it was mind-blowing it was great right it was a huge step for them as well
1: it's like the ultimate screensaver i mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's better than those flying toasters i'll tell you that
1: i know (laughs) Uh, okay awesome
0: Alright, so my number 9 is uh, is a classic, classic, classic. Even more classic than Robin Hood. And as a matter of fact, it's the original classic, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Um, you know, as you know, this is the first animated feature film for Disney and the first full-length cell animated feature film ever. Um, I mean, what can you say about it? It's uh, It's got some of the most catchiest music you can imagine. I mean, to today's standards, obviously the, the art and the the animation is a little crude, but I like that. To me, that's that's appealing. You can kind of see how things were worked on and worked out, and um, the simplicity I think of of the animation and the artwork is appealing to me. Uh, and it's just a classic story, you know. You've got innocence and evil, and you know, true love at the end. So, yeah.
1: I love it. <laughs> um, that one's that one's just a super special movie and it is it's like quintessential disney it's it's everything you think of when you think of a a good disney story and beautiful hand drawn animation and to think about the amount of hours that were put into putting that film together and how walt himself had everything on the line for for that one and everyone told him he was crazy um that makes that one even more special
0: yeah absolutely it was Kind of the one that really pushed them forward. All right.
1: Awesome. Okay. My number eight. This one will probably be out of left field uh, because I don't think this is on a lot of people's top ten favorite list. I'm curious. (laughs) But this one is one of my favorites. (laughs) It is a goofy movie. (laughs) Oh, nice. I love this movie so much. I think it is so underrated. It is hilarious. Of course, we love the goof. He's a, he's the hilarious one. He's so funny. Uh, we get to meet Max. Uh, we get to meet um, a couple of other characters. And then the music in it is just so awesome. I live for Powerline. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some, ri- and it's, a, it's another fun father-son type, story and they're going on a journey and we get to see them in really funny situations and I just have such fond memories of watching this when I was young and I still love this movie. If you watch it now, you will laugh. It is such a good movie. Just, I love it.
0: I, i Think I've seen this one. I'm I'm actually looking at images, and it does not. Some of it rings a bell, like when they're getting in the car and they're packing all the stuff up top. But some of it doesn't ring a bell. I need to I need to uh, go back to this one and watch it again. Oh
1: yes, definitely revisit it. Thanks. I I fully believe in a Goofy movie. It's
0: a great choice. <laughs> hey, Goof's a good guy. It's a great choice. Him and Max. <laughs> I mean, heck, we named our we named our dog Max. I mean, you know. That's, oh, yeah.
1: that's perfect.
0: Okay. Enough of that. Oh, let me wipe away my, my tears here. Uh, number eight. Number eight is very contemporary. As a matter of fact, it's contemporary by like a year and a half ago. So number eight for me is Moana. I uh-huh. really like this film a lot. We've watched it probably at least a dozen times in our house after it came out on video. Um I love, I really connect with her in a weird way. Um, I love the fact that she's like a strong, you know, strong-willed young woman. I mean, it reminds me of my kids. I love that she is, you know, trying to find herself. I mean, it, it's it's your formulaic thing, but I don't know. I, I really liked it in this film. I like the fact that she follows what she believes and what she needs to do and tries to, you know, to save her people, to save her island, to to do what she feels is right inside and I think you know I connect to that I think a lot of people can connect to that plus you know the music was great um the rock I thought was funny I'm a you know I'm a big fan of of the rock uh, we watch all his films in our house and uh, you know Same. overall it was just a really good time and like I said we've watched it a bunch and it uh, we haven't gotten tired of it yet
1: um I am. I'm fully with you. That's actually my number seven, so that's perfect. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Moana is is number seven on my list. I agree with everything you've said. I love the fact that we we got to see a Polynesian culture in mm. this in this film, and we I talked about the the water images in Finding Nemo. They just took it to the max for this movie. I could stare at that water all day, and and just. The way her hair moves, when when she when her hair gets wet and when it dries and how it curls and when it's frizzy and it like it's like every single follicle moves, it was it was beautiful. And then obviously the music is just outstanding. We love Lin Manuel in yeah. our house, and uh, I love I love the whole idea that her her grandmother plays a big role in the movie. She has that special relationship with her. And then uh, I think it's just a really smart idea. It was a really smart movie, and yeah, we list, we watch it and listen to the soundtrack all the time. We watched Moana yesterday. I mean, it's it's always present in our house. Every night when my daughter takes a bath, she uses Moana's canoe. She's got the heart of Tefiti in it. She's got. That's awesome. <laughs> she's got Pua and Heihei, and she is boarding her boat, sailing across the sea, and restoring the heart of Tefiti in the bath every night.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Good for her. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, man, that puts me at number seven. Uh, yeah. Uh, number seven. Um, I have this one tattooed on my arm, as a matter of fact, and this is Walter. what. Yeah. Ugh.
1: <gasps> oh. That's amazing. I didn't know you had a Wally tattoo. That's awesome. I have
0: a Wally tattoo on my arm and my wife has an Eve tattoo on her arm, and so when we hold hands, they're together. And my tattoo is of Wally holding up the bouquet of spoons and forks.
1: Oh, that's so precious. It's a
0: total mushy coupley thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how, but how sweet is that? Yeah.
0: No, it's we like it, so. So anyway, yeah, I mean this 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 movie. I don't know I, you know, amongst my friends and my family, it's mixed feelings on this film. And for me, it's like a no-brainer. I love this film. I love the fact that there's almost like no dialogue, and it's all expressions and feelings. And it really, for me, it pulls me in so much into the characters. Um, Wally is like this puppy dog for me, you know, and he falls in love and he does whatever he can to keep it and hold on to it. And you know then there's all you know there's obviously the side stories as well the the more overarching story of you know consumerism and environmental waste and where you know the human race is going or become lazy and don't care and that's a sad thing and you know i think that was a really nice contrast to his character of someone who did care um so anyway um you know the one thing that stands out in this film is that I absolutely love, and I can watch over and over and over again. Is you know when the Pito Gabriel song comes on and they're dancing in space with the uh, with the extinguishers, I And mean, it's just such a beautiful thing.
1: That movie was genius as well. It really was. I mean, who in the world came up with that? Um, and I must say, every time the Wally portion of World of Color comes on, and you see him fly across one of the water screens, I get a little teary eyed. Me too (laughs) (laughs) I love it Um, Okay Number six for me This is a This is a newer film They're going to make a sequel Which I'm excited slash nervous about But we watch this constantly And I I mean I still watch it And I still laugh Uh, It's Wreck-It Ralph
0: (laughs) Great choice
1: (laughs) I love Wreck-It Ralph I love the eight-bit music. I love all the video game references. I think *Vanellope* is hilarious, um, and then you know Ralph himself is really funny. I when I saw initially saw the the trailer for it, I was like, eh, "I don't know if that's for me." And then I saw it, and I, I was like, "That's pretty cute." And the more I watched it, the funnier I thought it was and the more I got out of it and now it's one of those movies that I can just turn it on anytime and it just puts me in a great mood I just I see Candy Crush and I'm like oh that looks so fun and uh, yeah I, I love Wreck-It Ralph
0: the main character what is it John C. Riley, right is this, the actor's yeah. name yeah I love him I watch him in almost anything he's um, hilarious and from like Step Brothers <laughs> he, he really is and he fits that his voice and his demeanor it's almost a little bit aloof really fits that character um that's a great choice we love that movie we're looking forward to the next one
1: i know i i hope it's i hope they do a good job with it i'm always nervous about sequels you know toy story 2 that they really they nailed it with that but some of the other some of the other sequels have not been so awesome
0: yeah we'll see what happens Okay, moving along. Number six. This was, I believe, the first movie animated film that made me cry. Um, Uh oh. Yeah. It's Disney's, uh, one of Disney's shortest animated films coming in at 64 minutes. Uh, This is Dumbo.
1: Oh. So I love this
0: movie. This movie has. I don't know. The obviously, baby mine, when the mom is rock. Oh my god, I'm getting teary eyed now thinking. No,
1: about I it. can't. I can't even think about it. I can't. No. Hear, yeah,
0: that song, man. It is like it is Niagara Falls. You know, it's that's it. Done. I,
1: I want, will That's I can't. It's not on my list because I can't even watch the movie. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I love that film. Uh, you know, it's got some great music. The pink elephants thing. I remember as a kid having no clue what was going on there. As an adult, it's a little bit more obvious. But uh, um, you know, it was it. It was, you know, it's short, but that was good as a kid. Um, I again, I sort of related to Dumbo, I was, you know, an overweight, awkward kid who, uh, you know, always felt like I was on the outside of the crowd. And I don't know, I kind of related to him in that. And, uh, we all
1: relate to Dumbo. Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: in some way, right. At some point in some fashion, I think almost everyone relates to those feelings. And you know, I, when I saw this movie, it was, it was like right in the middle of that stage. And so, uh, it was, it was a good one to hang on to.
1: That's a really good one. Plus the attraction, is that is classic Disney right there. It
0: is, however, the line is just, yeah, I
1: guess that's classic too. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, we're not going to ride it at Disneyland. But at Walt Disney World, it's not bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right, though. It is classic.
1: Like truly the only, probably the only attraction at Walt Disney World that has shorter lines than Disneyland.
0: <laughs> that's And just because there's two. <laughs> there's two, yes. And you get to walk around. I mean, you, you get your little pager, right?
1: Yeah, you do. So it's you get little to, little to, to let kids play in the in the germ factory in there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so we're number five now. We're yeah, moving
0: on. we're cooking.
1: Number five, right here in the middle of the road. This movie, I cannot tell you how many times I pretended to be these characters, and they were my favorite pretend play characters when I was young. And um, it's Peter Pan. Ooh. The idea of being able to fly just by sprinkling a little pixie dust on yourself and thinking a wonderful thought was incredible to me. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I would jump on the bed and pretend like I could fly, and just you know wonder if if there's just a if I could just find a pixie somewhere and I could I could definitely do this. <laughs> um, and just uh, the whole never growing up, going to Neverland is. I mean that's that's kind of what Disney is all about, right? That's uh, Disney parks. To me, um, it's like never growing up. So, uh, yeah, Peter Pan's way up there for me.
0: Oh, that's a good one, and the never growing up thing's a good one. I mean, that's what life's about, right? I mean, we we live. We want to have fun. When you're a kid, you have fun. You don't even think about it. We become adults, and that kind of goes away. And it's good to 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 be reminded of that. It's a great film. Love. I don't remember the first time I saw that movie, uh, but I remember I've seen it, I don't know how many times, hundreds of times probably at this point. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Good choice. All right. What do you have? Number five. Um, wow. This is one of the Disney, I guess they call it the Disney Renaissance uh, a little bit of information on this one before I give you the name it had a budget of 45 million and made almost a billion dollars I cried when Mufasa died it's the Lion King Oh,
1: I love it so much it's you know, on my list too This is such a good movie the music is
0: outstanding the animation is outstanding the story I mean I don't remember there's not a thing wrong with this movie
1: No it's perfect which yeah. actually I mean I'm spoiler alert it's my number 1 Okay um yeah, the Lion King is, is my number one because <laughs> I can't think of anything wrong with it. Like <laughs> it's everything. The story's perfect, the music's perfect, animation's beautiful. Um you know, I love EJ. Love Misa me Melton John. So oh, yeah. um I I have some strong feelings for that. And uh it's I I can't tell you how hard I cry just thinking about Mufasa and what a villain Scar is. What a perfect villain. Horrid villain. I mean, he's as mean as Lotso. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he,
0: you know, that's a great point. He's probably one of the most villain-like villains in any of these films. He is just nasty.
1: Evil. Nasty. Uh, yeah. Kill his own brother, then make his nephew think it was his fault. That's messed up. <laughs> well, you know, you,
0: oh. <laughs> you want to you be the boss, I guess, but... Uh, on sort of a, With this movie, on, a, on a sort of a personal note, there was a joke that I had with my wife for... Well, I think it's probably lasted even until now. And uh, I'm going to make it official now, I guess, on tape. But uh, mm-hmm. when this came out in 94, we were dating... We had been dating for like a year. And I wanted to see this film, and I wanted to take her. And she knew that. However, she went and saw it with another person. And it was another guy. It was a friend. Uh, but it was another guy. And so I, for... I don't know, since we've been together, I guess for the last 20 some years, I have not let her live that one down. Even today, I will make fun of her. (laughs) Lion King's on. If Lion King comes on the TV and we're in the same room, I start to walk out and say, oh, I'm not allowed to watch this with you. And to this day, I think she she gets pissed and I don't care. I was, I'm I'm still holding that grudge. (laughs) Oh man. I'll forgive, but I'll
1: never forget. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious (laughs) that Lion King has that issue with you. I, I, I have really good memories of when I went to the beach with my cousins. We had a beach trip with my cousins. And we listened to the soundtrack from start to finish probably like six times on the way there and back. And remember Spree's, the candy? Oh, yeah. I remember eating so many Spree's and listening to that soundtrack that I made my tongue bleed from eating so many Spree's. (laughs) (laughs) And listening to the Lion King soundtrack. Yeah, that's a really specific silly story um <laughs> but uh I like the fact that like my parents loved the music in that too that's how I knew it was good I mean uh because all of all of the parents were like yeah let's listen to Lion King music it's like the Moana now you know what I mean <laughs> oh yeah um where everybody in the car is happy to listen to that music
0: so, have you seen any of the Lion King uh, like sequels, like Lion King? What is there two and Lion King two and two thirds or something like that?
1: Um, I've watched like a, a minute of one of them, and I just I can't do it. It just ruins the whole the whole storyline for me. So I just don't. Yeah, like, oh, two yeah have na- you?
0: Lion King one and a half is what it is. Oh yeah. So my daughter got on a weird kick, probably about three or four months ago, where Lion King one and a half. Was, this is—I was, mean, she's—you know—she's 12. This is all she wanted to watch. I don't care about anything else. I want to watch Lion. She'd get home, she'd do her homework, she would do her reading, she'd eat dinner, and she put Lion King one and a half on. We'd all leave the living room. <laughs> Forget it. And then we finally—we finally, had, we finally <laughs> had to put our foot down. But for some reason, she really likes that movie, and I don't know
1: why. That's hilarious. And uh, I, you know, have fun with that, and somebody else can go watch Grease too. I mean, it's no, <laughs> not going to watch that.
0: Oh, Grease too. Uh, I digress. That was another one that was played a lot in our house um, a couple years ago.
1: Are you serious? Yeah, oh yeah. You've got to hide the sequels from your kids I think. Oh
0: my. I think that's what it is. They love sequels. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're all bad. <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe because they're extra cheese ball. Sequels are always cheese ball. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why. It's like an easy watch. Okay. okay so we're going to hit number four now. Uh, this movie is its another princess film. <laughs> this is a classic one. This has some of the, the prettiest hand-drawn animations and multi-plane camera uses that I have seen. And I actually have met the voice of this princess a couple of times, and she lives close to me. Um, and this is Sleeping Beauty. Um, mm. Sleeping Beauty is... It's probably if, – if someone were to say who's your favorite Disney princess, I'd probably say Sleeping Beauty just for the sheer fact that I love Mary Acosta so much who voiced Sleeping Beauty. And she she does live in East Tennessee. And um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, she um, she came up and she patted my belly and talked to my belly. And I was like, oh, I hope she gives her special princess powers. <laughs> That's uh,
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> Where she'll stay asleep until a prince.
1: <laughs> <gets> oh man, <laughs> um, but she is just a wonderful lady. Uh, I, I, I love this movie. I think it's, I think it's beautiful, and and I love Miss Mary. So, yeah, Sleeping Beauty's way up there on my list.
0: Yeah, it's another good choice. It's one of my more favorite ones. It's not on my list, but I really enjoy the film. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a good one.
1: What's your number four? Uh, it's another
0: princess. A um, little bit more contemporary than your Sleeping Beauty, but this is Beauty and the Beast.
1: Ah, oh, so good. So that's yeah. my number two.
0: Oh, so. sweet! <laughs> yeah. You you were pretty close here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean this this could have been in my top three or I mean it's in my top five. It could have been in my top three. It's just. Um, I mean, you know, it's classic Howard Ashman and Alan Menken music. It's a classic story. It's a strong-willed woman. And I'm finding that as a theme throughout movies that I like. Um, again, though, as a, as a, a tech geek, um, and you may not know this. You may. I don't know. Um, one of the things I followed when I was younger about this one, and I remember reading a lot about in different books around about Pixar and Lucasfilm and uh, those guys, uh, John Lasseter is that you know in this film they use something called CAPS which is a computer animation production system which did a bunch of things like digital scanning and digital ink and compositing and it this was a system built by Pixar prior to be to Pixar really making feature films and this is this was used very specifically in the ballroom scene and you can tell in the ballroom scene yes. it looks a little bit more 3D a little bit more computerized yes and it is just outstanding and I
1: know that that scene I mean it took my breath away yeah it looks like a it looks like a true camera uh, pan it looks like a drone shot I mean it's so cool it does
0: the direction and, and cinematography on that alone was outstanding and to think that was an animated feature film I mean it's like come on
1: Okay, I've got my number three, and then I'm done, (laughs) because you've already heard my number one and two. Um, My number three is one of the Renaissance films, and this one's Aladdin. Yeah. Um, I love Aladdin. Um, Robin Williams is one of my favorite actors ever, and I think he was one of the kindest human beings. And the character of the genie was everything. um he was absolutely hilarious in that movie, and still, I will laugh out loud watching that movie um, loved Jasmine, loved that she didn't she didn't need no man uh, she was she was strong <laughs> on her own um, and I love the idea of. Of Aladdin sort of being the princess story here. <laughs> the one that went from rags to riches. That was that was really cool. And the, the whole setting was very different from a lot of the other films that we had seen. So uh, Aladdin's way up there for me.
0: That's a good one. That one was on my list and off my list and on my list and off my list so many times over the last day and a half as I was putting this together. Couldn't quite decide. Um, I, know. I, I love the music in that film a lot.
1: They have some really cool drone shots in that one, too. <laughs> they
0: do. Yeah, absolutely they do.
1: It looks like drone panning and overhead shot. I mean, it's really pretty.
0: So we, we should call that, that time frame, not Disney Renaissance, but Disney drone Assance or something.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, they, they tried to – it felt like they
1: brought real, like, you know yeah,
0: – non-animated filmmaking to an animated film which was really impressive.
1: That's true. I agree. That was like uh it looks like a lot of classic cinematography moves that we would see in any major, you know, any epic film.
0: Okay, number 3 for me. This is a tough one. I was surprised that I had this one so high. Maybe because it's newer and it's fresher in my head. Um but I really connected with Coco. <sighs>
1: Oh, see, that's why I said my list might change because I haven't seen Coco. <laughs> and I uh, thought, had I seen it, it might actually be on my list, but I haven't seen it yet. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, this movie connected with me on so many levels uh, because of just family and whether it's extended family, my family, my kids, my parents. You know, my brother has married a Mexican woman and she has taken us into her family and that culture. And I really felt connected to what the things that they were talking about. I mean, it it was just very, very powerful. And I mean, I'm kind of getting choked up thinking about it. This movie really affected me a lot. Um, the music was outstanding. The story, the writing was outstanding. It was visually uh, just so beautiful, um, it was just. I, I don't know what else to say about it. I don't. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> this movie really, really hits me in in, in the feels.
1: <laughs> well, that has been on our list of what a movie to Redbox. <laughs> uh, so I, I got to do that sooner rather than later, obviously. I'm nervous that I'm going to cry the whole time. You will.
0: You will. I cried. I think I think I cried probably during at least fifty to seventy five percent of the film.
1: Dang! I don't know if I can do that, man.
0: Some of it is sad cries. Some of it is happy cries. Some of it is you know angry cries. I mean, you you touch almost every emotion watching this film.
1: All right, give me your others.
0: Okay, number two, uh, real quick, is Finding Nemo.
1: Okay, Uh, great. I,
0: I love the father kid one. Plus, you know. This was the first Disney, this is the first Pixar film that my oldest daughter, any of my kids got hooked on. I remember she was homesick for a Thanksgiving and she watched, the only thing that would keep her calm while she had a, like 103 fever was watching Nemo.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
0: So, so that was it. And the number one, it uh, was not on your list. Uh, it is my absolute favorite, one of my most favorite films of all time. It's probably going to surprise a lot of people, but it's Monsters Incorporated.
1: Oh, love Monsters Inc.
0: Funny, touching. Um, I choke up every time at the end when you know you hear her say "boo." Um, It's it's a fun adventure. It was just yeah. I can watch. It's one of my go-to films. If I'm bored, I need something to do, or I need a distraction. I put this movie on.
1: Monsters Inc. was my number eleven. So. It was on and off my list multiple times. I was like, uh, "Toy Story or Monsters Inc." Toy Story or Monsters Inc. because I think Monsters Inc. is one of the most original, genius ideas for a movie. And then also, you gotta love Boo. She's so stinking cute. Oh,
0: so cute.
1: And Mike Wazowski. Oh my gosh, he's so funny.
0: It's just funny. the The casting was perfect with him and uh, it was John Goodman right played Sully it it was absolutely perfect Um, so yeah that's that's my number one Monsters Inc I love that film have you seen Monsters University
1: I have and I thought it was cute yeah okay I I laughed a lot in it did you did you see it
0: yeah we enjoyed it it's one of those sequels that we actually enjoyed
1: I think it was different enough from the first movie to where it you know it stood on its own yep Um, I still I still prefer Monsters Inc but, uh, but yeah, I thought Monsters University was good. I went and saw that in the theater because I was so excited about it. Uh, because I loved Monsters Inc. so much. Um, what I was gonna say a minute ago when you were talking about Coco makes you cry through the whole thing. One of the movies that I can't watch, that I was I was curious to see if it was on your list, was uh, Inside Out. I can't watch that movie. No. Uh, nope, can't do it. Makes me cry because within the first cry. yeah first twenty minutes. I start crying and I'm like, nope, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I thought about
0: that film. It just didn't hit me the way the other ones did. Um, the other one that I almost put on here was uh, Up.
1: Yeah, that's another one. That's another one. the The good thing about Up is if you can make it through the first 15 minutes, the rest of it is really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and there's funny parts and it's not as sad. <laughs> but um, but woohoo! That first 15 minutes, just watch out. I mean, that just hits you it, it'll kill you <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's
0: a tough one but it uh, yeah, was pretty good I mean there's so many good movies it's so hard to choose I know. It, you know it depends what mood you're in like you know next week I could watch I don't know some other movie ten times with my kid and all of a sudden that's my favorite film it's...
1: I know uh, I, I had Tangled was one of the ones that I had listed I really I think Tangled is hilarious and I think I think Rapunzel is a funny a really funny princess yeah um surprisingly I really liked The Good Dinosaur. Have you ever seen that movie?
0: Yeah, we saw it twice. Uh once in the theaters and then we rented it once. We enjoyed it.
1: And and a lot of people were like, "Oh, just get ready to cry through the whole thing. It's depressing." And I was like, "I don't know if I can watch it." And and it's really not that bad. Correct. But I I thought it was I thought it was a really smart movie and um I think it's really sweet. It's a you know it's about a sweet friendship, so I really liked that one.
0: It's a good call. I think it's definitely underrated. I think people had a hard time connecting with the dinosaur as a character though. I, it, I agree. You know, but I don't. Know. It's good. It's a good one. It was a good one.
1: Well, Princess and the Frog, I think, is super underrated. I think some of that music is amazing, and it's a beautiful hand-drawn movie. Um, I really enjoyed that one. And then both of us, I know, love Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I was hesitant
0: to put that one on the list. Uh, I don't know why. Um,
1: because it's stop motion? Maybe and... that's why,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Disney own that one, though? I don't think they own that one. I think they license it, don't they?
1: Ooh.
0: I'm actually looking right now real quick.
1: I could have sworn they own it now, but oh, I may, don't They may, yeah. Um, I, you know that one's just i think i like the idea of that movie more than i like the movie itself if that makes sense like i i think it's so creative uh i think it's was a really a really cool concept i am so impressed with the amount of time that was put into that movie and i love danny elfman so um love the music and of course haunted mansion holiday is everything to me
0: it's Haunted Mansion, yeah. I mean, shoot, Haunted Mansion, Disneyland is one of my all-time favorite things ever to do at a park.
1: Oh, so good. Um, did you like Zootopia?
0: We did. We liked it a lot. Um, it Well, we liked it a lot, meaning I think my kids liked it a heck of a lot more than I did. I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I have watched it probably four or five times. Um, but, you know, it's not something I would – if it was on the TV, I'd sit down and watch.
1: Like I just love – uh, I love Jason Bateman. And then I love the character of Judy Hops. Yeah. Another, like, strong female character. I'm a huge fan of that. <laughs> Gee, no, <laughs> she's that's like, a cute she's character. like, yeah, she's like one of the characters that I'm okay with my daughter looking up to. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there's, there are a lot of princess movies that I, I really love. But I when I think of them as, like, role models, I'm like, eh, not so much. Like, Cinderella. Okay, I mean, she was nice. She cleaned things, but, and, and, you know, she was kind. That's really, that's that's what she had going for her. That's it. Um, the Little Mermaid, she was kind of a punk. And Oh, I didn't um, like
0: her at all. Uh, I, I, she, yeah, no way.
1: She goes against her father's wishes. He's just trying to protect her. And all she cares about is a dude. Like, she's, she'll do anything. She'll give up her own voice just to go see a dude because she thought he looked good. Like, mm, come on, you're smarter than that. Um, So that bothers me. I love Jody Benson, though, who voiced sure. Ariel. because yeah. like, she's awesome. Um, And, of course, like when I was young, I wanted to be Ariel more than anything in the world. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot think of a time that I, you know, emerged from a pool when I was swimming as a young child that I didn't fling my hair to try to make it look like Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> Where's so, my tail? <laughs> I know. I was so mad that I didn't have a tail. Do you have any others that were like close to being on your list? Um,
0: Pinocchio is close. I liked that movie as a kid a lot. Uh, I still like it. Um, and yeah, I like man yeah, Pinocchio and Pinocchio. is one of my favorite dark rides as well. Um, what do I have? I had Pinocchio. I thought about Alice in Wonderland and honestly, I don't like that movie a whole lot. <laughs>
1: it's weird, man. Yeah. It's, It's an LSD trip. I mean, it's just weird.
0: It's not one of my favorites. That's pretty much it. The rest of them, you know, the other one that didn't make my list that probably would have is Aladdin. I really like that film as well. And you, I that up there. So yeah, Yeah.
1: it It was way up there. I still, I have an affinity toward a lot of uh, the classics. I really love Aristocats. Love that movie. That's a good Um, one. I almost put
0: Lady and the Tramp on there as
1: well. Oh, that's a sweet one. Um, another one that is a tradition for us we watch it every Halloween is um, Ichabod and Mr. Toad we always watch that Ah nice um, love that movie Wally was on my list too as you know these are these were all the ones that I'm you know I made a list of like 40 and I'm trying to pare it down <laughs> and uh, oh Mulan love mulan um, I think that music is awesome and I love mm-hmm. the character of Mulan.
0: That was a good one. Um, yeah. No, the, those are... I mean, they're all great. You know, for me, I kind of said, okay, which ones actually... What do I connect to and what, what really affected me, you know, either as a kid or as an adult the most? Uh, if I didn't try to narrow it down that way, I would have had, like you said, a list of 40 or 50.
1: <laughs> I mean... I mean, these are personal favorites. Favorites for personal reasons. Because if we're if we're ranking it, you know, best to worst, where we had to actually... Sorted in categories based on, you know, cinematography, box office, all this, all this stuff. Um, The list would have looked different, but you know, a Goofy movie certainly wouldn't have been on the list if we had to do it that way. (laughs) But it's one of my favorites, so that's you know, that's how it worked out for me.
0: That's awesome. I'm gonna have to go watch that again.
1: Oh, it's hilarious. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to uh, the soundtrack in the car a lot. It gets me so pumped on star your dreams come true. thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio you can connect with us by visiting Mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter Facebook or Instagram at Mousegeek radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at ST Barrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.